0: The scripture reading for today is from 1 John, chapter 4, 13 through 21. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as the Savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and those who abide in love, abide in God, and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers and sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: You may be seated. I have a question for everyone sitting here. All right, y'all ready for it? How many of us have been a part of a conversation or sat around in a group and for whatever reason we zoned out and have no idea what the person was saying. Yeah, okay, there's some people who aren't honest, those that didn't raise their hand because it does, it happens to all of us. I'm sure it happened uh, for students when your parents are talking to you and for adults Uh, I'm sure it's happened with your significant others or different family members and friends. Uh, Sometimes we just zone out, except for me. But I can say that because my wife's not here right now. But one of the things that I think has made that a little worse, right, is sometimes we're looking at our phone, uh, and I am just as guilty of doing this, and looking at whatever it is I'm, I'm looking at, whether it be social media or a score to a game, And and we just don't hear, and we're not present to those that are around us. Well, the the problem with that is, in those moments where we kind of zone out unintentionally, I wonder what we're missing. What are the words that are being communicated to us that we're missing? What is the, the, the body language of those that are around us? What are we missing when we zone out in that moment? we're continuing on a sermon series about community because as we have gone through this pandemic in the the year plus we've kind of forgotten a little bit about community because we've been told to be isolated we've been told that we need to stay away from each other for for the better and And while that's great, but for us to rediscover, even in this moment, the importance of community. You know, last week we talked about the Trinity. We talked about God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and how they are in relationship with one another. They are a wonderful example of of, of true community because they are working as one together. They are there for each other, and, and they continue to go forward. And so now for the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about different traits about a fruitful community, traits uh, that we as individuals need to have and that the community hopefully will have so that it is fruitful, so that we can grow within that community as individuals but also as a group. And see, today in, in our scripture reading, it talks about God abiding In Jesus. So when we think and hear that, we I think one of the things that is is pretty solid for us to say is that with God abiding in Jesus, that God is present in each and every moment of Christ's life. That God is present no matter what is going on in that moment. And see as it continues to go on, it talks about how we too abide in God. A God abides in Christ, God abides in us, and we too abide in God. So not only is God present in the moments of Christ's life, God is continually present in our lives each and every moment. He is attentive. He knows what is in our hearts and our minds, and he is walking right alongside of us. And it also talks about how God is love. How one of the ways in which we are able to continue to see God's presence is the world is through love in the world. Because God, our creator, is love. And so if we are able to acknowledge and see that love of God that is right in front of us, we are reminded of that presence. We are reminded that we are not alone. We are able to walk alongside of God. And so if, if we think about God's presence in Christ, and God's presence in our own life, and we think about the ways in which we are able to see that love, that presence in, in our lives. And then we take it and we think about the communities that we are a part of. We think about how important it is for the members of, of, of the community for us as individuals to be present with those that we are around for us to be able to exemplify that love so others too know that we are present in their lives but also that they continually to know that God is in community with them as God is in community with us that God is present that God is love because when we are a part of these different communities, kind of like we talked about at the very beginning, right? When, when we kind of zone out, when we are not present in those moments, what are we missing? What opportunities are we missing to exemplify and show God's love to those that we are around? What are the hurts that we are missing. The ways in which we can give that love and that presence to those that are searching for answers. Because everyone has some type of story. Everyone has struggles. But if we aren't present with those whom we are around, just as God is present with us, Are we going to miss an opportunity to help those that we love, to help those that God loves? In college, you know, as a college student, you go through a lot of different emotions, different struggles. And so my time in Tuscaloosa was no different than any other student. I had my own struggles. I remember within the first couple of weeks just feeling like I shouldn't be there. I remember the first couple of months thinking, okay, I got to count down till it's time to come back to Alabaster and I can just get out of this place. I also remember talking to individuals who encouraged me who were present, who knew that I was off before I told them. They were present, and they were able to see that. And and one of the the hardest times for me in, in school was probably uh, my last semester. Actually, I'd already graduated, and I was hanging out in Tuscaloosa because I had this idea that I was going to go off uh, to grad school, to seminary uh, in the fall. And so I was preparing for that. I uh, had applied to a couple of different schools. And I remember vividly uh, getting a rejection letter from one of the schools. And that was hard for me in that moment. That was hard because a lot of times uh, throughout uh, things that I had done, I had, you know, been encouraged and and really lifted up by individuals who were a part of my community. I'd been lifted up by different people in a lot of different ways that continue to help me be the person that I am. And so with all of that, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I put a lot of pressure because I heard all of the positive things and I did not want to let anyone down. And so that rejection letter was kind of like a, a punch in the gut, right? It was like, oh, man, I'm going to let all these people down. I don't know what to do. And so as time goes on, right, I, I'm, I'm dealing with this all in my mind, and I, I'm starting to let it affect my relationships People could see that I was I was low energy. I I didn't want to do anything. And and those that really know me, in the moments that I don't want to do anything, there's something wrong. Because I'm always trying to find something to do. But in those moments, I didn't want to do anything. I was hurting. I was confused. I was wondering, what, what, what do I do? How do I, how do I continue to go forward and not letting others down? What if I am not able to do what others think that I can? And I did, I did not voice that with really anybody. I just kind of dealt with it. Um, I tried to work through it. But thankfully, I had a lot of support that could tell something was wrong. People who were present in my life and that saw, without me saying a word, that something was wrong. And so they continued to try to encourage me. They continued to try to figure out what the root of kind of where I was in life. Even though I, I didn't want anyone to know, I was worried. People who forced me to go out and to do as I would on a normal day, who would force me to go and to be around others. And I'm grateful for those individuals. I'm grateful that they were present in my life in that moment and that they could see what I was not saying. That they were able to hear what was going on in my life without my words. They were present And in doing so, with their support, with their encouragement, little by little, I started to share a little bit more with people who I was close with. Little by little, I began to get out of this place that I was in. Little by little, I was able to realize that I was not letting anyone down. And it all was because people were present with me in those moments. See, when we're a part of a community, it, it, it is important for us to be present so that we can hear and see those around us and be there for them. It's important for those within our community to be present so that they can see and hear and help us in the moments in which we're not willing to share. Because if we remember that God abides in us. That God is present in our lives each and every moment. One, we're not alone. Ever. But for us to be examples of that presence and that love with those whom we are in community with. A fruitful community is present with one another so that they may grow and push each other. Because each and every one of us have struggles. Each and every one of us are going through something at some point in life whether it be grieving whether it be a worriedness because of something unknown maybe it has to do with parenting something with our children maybe it's school we all have moments of struggle, But for us to surround ourselves and to be present with those who are around us and for them to continue to be present with us so that we are reminded through actions of, of love, through actions of grace, that we are never alone and that God abides in us. And when we remember that, and, and when we truly take that to heart, wanting others, too, to know that we are present and that God is present with them. That God continues to, to show God's love in the moments, even when we don't realize that God will never leave our side. And that love and that grace that surrounds us for us to be present so that we can show that love and that grace to each and every person that we are in community with. Presence means a lot within a community. And God shows that in the ways in which he continues to be present for us. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just are thankful for your presence in our life, for the ways in which you continue to show us your love And so now we ask that you help us build communities that are based on being present with one another. That are being present with one another and and showing your presence through your love in the world. no matter the struggle, the situation, let us remind ourselves and others that you are there, and that you continually love us. And let us continue to build your community of faith so that we may continue to grow in our faith and understanding of you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.